What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's going on, Mighty Warriors? Welcome to episode 36 of Thriving in the Trenches with me, Jonesy, here to share some of my insights and hopes that it'll help you navigate some challenges or problems that you come up against. Before I get too deep into this week's content, I wanted to talk real quick about the fact that this is episode 36 and it's the first time I've ever been late on one, but there's good reason for that. Um, A lot of times people want to make excuses, this, that, and the other, and choose to blame their actions and decisions on every single external source that they can find. Um, Whatever there is to place blame on, we as people tend to do it. Well, that's not me. I'm taking full ownership of the fact that I knew exactly what day it was and what time it was, and I chose not to record an episode last night because there was something I just prioritized more. I had some personal stuff come up, and to me, that took precedence, and I'm 100% okay with that. And it's amazing being in a place where I can fully own my actions with no shame, just unapologetically be me. And people are going to either accept it or they're not, but that's on them. <laughs> I mean, me, I'm just going to do what I do. And yeah, that's been a huge benefit of the work that I've done on my own self-worth and just personal identity through the alpha code, through working with different men that are in the alpha code and through working directly with the CEO and founder, Justin Dulahanty, as I go through a coaching certification program. So it's just amazing to see how at every turn there are opportunities to just win so easy in life to look at the negative side and constantly be searching for the negative. And if we're looking for it, we find it. There is no shortage of problems to be found in this world, in this life that we live. Uh, They're everywhere. I mean, you start looking for a problem, I guarantee it'll find you. When you're not looking for problems, one or two of them is still bound to find you. But it's about what we search for, what we focus on, and how we choose to interpret the things that come our way. And so, yeah, just wanted to throw that out real quick. Without further ado, we'll jump right into the content. Earlier on my Instagram and uh, Facebook pages, earlier this week, I posted a little saying that says, when we set our goals on ideas, we program a pattern of failure. Outcomes must be tangible. I'll start off with a little story about that, uh, based on my time on active duty in the military. Once I got to my first ship and actually continuing on to my second ship, but it's all about, there's watch stations. Um, The best way I could describe that for people who have no clue, it's kind of where your post is. So if you see movies that involve ships, there's a guy standing at the helm of the ship and his job is to take orders and watch the compass, whatever, and just keep the ship on course. He's steering the ship. At the same time, there's a guy down by the generators or power plant control panel that's controlling, making sure everything has power. There's another guy that's making sure that the engines are still running. There's another guy making sure that compass is accurate and 
you know, a million different systems. There's even people working shifts in the, the galley or in the kitchen to prepare food, to serve food, all that. In the Navy, on ships, those are known as watches. So now that we've got that out of the way, um, as I got onto my ships and really started pressing forward and trying to excel in my career, I was constantly searching for more. I constantly wanted to be a better sailor. I wanted to be better. I wanted to be better. Now, a quick pause on that. How do you measure better? Better is just an idea. It's kind of this non-tangible, imaginary thing, if you will. There's no real way to measure it. So hang on to that, and we'll come back to it in a minute. I wanted to be better. So I went from being brand new onto the ship to qualifying in the lowest level watch station, and I achieved it. And it was great for about five minutes, and then it's like, I want to be better. So I went for the next one, and I still want to be better. And I went for the next one, and so on and so forth. I could start naming all these, but they're kind of arbitrary, and some of them probably don't even exist, as it's been about 20 years since I've done all that stuff. But the point of this whole story is that my goal was just to be better. My goal was just an idea or a feeling. And no matter what I did, I never achieved that. So there's always something wrong with my reasoning in terms of the way I thought about it. It was, I didn't set the right goal, or I didn't achieve the goal, or I need to work harder, or I didn't do good enough. There was always something telling me that I failed that goal, or I, I failed essentially to be better because I didn't have a measurement of what better is. And so every time I set that little, I won't even call it a goal, every time I looked at what's the next step to being better, which in my situation was the next watch station or the next responsibility, although I was achieving those things, I was failing at the ultimate goal of being better. And again, no matter what I did, I was never going to get there. And I never did actually get there with that mindset because again, better is a feeling. Better is an idea. Better is not something tangible. Now, what that does, again, as the statement I read at the beginning uh, kind of illustrates, is that it's, it's constantly failing. It's constantly like, I can't get there. It's constantly like, I'm just not enough, or I'm not doing enough. Or it, there's constantly a negative thought process or opinion towards myself and or my ideas that just bring me down. And even though it's like, yeah, I made it to this watch station. Like I did it. Okay. This is empty. So it really wasn't that big of a deal. And I do the next thing and it's empty. So that wasn't that big of a deal. And it, it just starts building in this identity of being a failure. It starts building in this identity of, of being a loser, not being enough, whatever, pick your poison. I mean, define it however you want, but ultimately it's programming in that identity through repetition of not reaching what it is you think you're actually going for. So how do we fix that? Well, that's the second part of that statement. Goals need to be tangible. They need to be something you can quantify. So going back to the ship again, if I set my goal at, Hey, you know what? I want to be the Rover within 30 days, say, 
and I bust my butt for 30 days and I get qualified and I get the little certificate and the signatures and all that that says, hey, you're now a rover. Well, that's like, regardless of how I feel about it, I could be happy, sad, excited, crying, dying. It doesn't matter. The goal that I set out was achieved and I have that tangible proof in front of me. I have the piece of paper that says I did it. I have the entry into the, the tracking system on the computer that says I'm qualified. So it's a tangible goal. Again, I like to talk about working out, not that I'm some hardcore like bodybuilder or anything, but I do like to lift. There was a time when I had a goal to set a 275-pound clean and jerk. And that's a very concrete number. Now, if I would have had a goal that's just, I want to be stronger, well, what is stronger? When is, when are you strong enough? You know, so I could have got up to a 315 pound clean and jerk. And if my goal is, I want to be stronger, well, I still haven't achieved that because I don't know what that is. I don't know what I'm reaching for. I'm reaching for an idea. But by having a concrete number, 275 pounds, I was able to work, uh, just work through that, work towards that weight. And as I was making progress, I could measure how close am I getting? How close am I getting? How close am I getting? And there was tangible, measurable, quantifiable evidence that showed that I'm moving forward, that I'm moving the needle in the right direction. Again, just to get stronger? Well, like, what does that mean? Do I want to get mentally stronger? Do I want my cardio to be stronger? Do I want to have just a stronger squat or just a stronger push-up? And even in one of those, like, what's a stronger squat? What's a stronger push-up? When is enough enough? If I add a clip that weighs two ounces more to hold on the weight and I hit that weight, am I stronger now? Am I strong enough now? And it's really just a fleeting thing. Let's bring this a little bit closer to home for stuff that we're going to want to probably set goals around. If you're listening to this podcast, stuff that's going to be more relevant to you. But how about we're going through tough times? Because I did this, I was going through really tough times. Um, I had lost a lot of my confidence in myself. I wasn't very happy. I didn't like being alone. And so I came to basically a crossroads where it's like, okay, enough is enough. And with help, of course, this is when I entered into the alpha code, but I wanted to set some goals to, to move in the right direction. And when I started out, my goal is I want to be happy. Well, guess what? Even in times when my life was the worst, I had moments of happiness. So if I were to get sloppy drunk and I've got my pistol in my hand and contemplating suicide... And in that brief instant there, I feel better about things. I feel happy for a moment because I had a dumb drunk thought. Well, have I really reached my goal? Have I achieved anything? Because I can tell you in my experience, even if I did have that happy thought, within a short amount of time, the negativity is coming back. So whoops, there it is. I failed again. I got there and I lost it. Like I must suck. I can't maintain this. But through working with mentors and learning a little bit, I was able to learn how to set goals that are actually measurable. And for me, one that I set is, you know, getting into a little bit more of my background, 
I would come home from work and I would have a couple drinks. This is fast forward after I stopped drinking to the point of like wanting to, you know, take myself out. But I, I had done a lot of work already. But still, I'd go home and I'd, I'd have just a couple drinks. And I wouldn't even get drunk, but I'd have a couple drinks just to kind of take the edge off. And I'd turn on Netflix and I'd just binge watch. And I didn't have to be alone with my thoughts. I didn't really have to feel any of the internal emotional struggles that I was having. I was just being, you know, I was just distracting myself from what was really there below the surface. And again, starting out from that spot, it was like, I want to be happier. Well, again, what the hell is happy? I was able to tailor those goals to be something more measurable. And around that problem there, my specific goal was I want to be able to sit at home alone with no alcohol in my system and no distractions. So TV off and find peace in my own mind, not be scared of my thoughts, which you could argue about finding peace. To me, not being scared of my own thoughts is, is pretty straightforward because my head used to be a very scary place for me. But by setting that tangible goal, which ultimately was my, my quantifiable information for being happier, I was able to actually measure like, hey, you know what? This week I've been at home four nights in a row. I haven't had a single drink. I haven't watched Netflix and I've been largely like writing, journaling, reading, whatever, sitting and thinking sometimes just reflecting. And at no point did I go down this negative rabbit, rabbit hole or at no point did I get just down and depressed on myself. Like, sure, I wasn't sitting there like cracking up and telling myself jokes and just smiling from ear to ear. It wasn't anything crazy like that. I mean, that might be more of a problem than being depressed. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I was able to find that peace where I could sit and just be. And again, for me, that was a measurable thing. Four days a week where it used to be zero. And then I got to six days a week. And then I got to a couple weeks. And now it's a very... It's my normal. It's my standard that I'm able to sit. If I don't have distractions, I'm okay. If if I don't have distractions, I don't start thinking about all the things that I've messed up in the past. I don't start thinking about how much of a horrible dad I am. I don't start thinking about how I'm so worthless. Like Those are the things that used to come into my mind. Those were the things I wanted the escape from. Those are the things that I used the alcohol and Netflix to to avoid. And those were the things that were preventing my quote unquote happiness. And so once I was really able to dig into those things and pick them apart and set a real tangible goal, then I was able to achieve that goal again and again and again. And so that's kind of where I'm coming from on this whole thing of, of uh, setting goals. Again, if, if they're just ideas they don't work. Like people say, I want to be rich. Well, what's rich? What does that mean to you? And that's a good place to start when you come up with these ideas too, is I want to be rich. Okay. Well, what does rich mean? Rich means I have a lot of money. Okay. So what's a lot of money? Because to me, 500 bucks might be a lot of money to somebody else. Five bucks might be a lot of money. You know, I need to figure out what's my idea just to let you in on where I'm going from here right now 
is I have a goal. And if I, if I generalize it as an idea or a feeling, my goal is to, I want to be financially stable. Well, what does that mean? For me to be financially stable means that the next step, the first step that I have to take is to create a very detailed budget of everything that I spend, focusing mainly on what I need to live, like to, to my car payment, my insurance, my house payment, those kind of things. What are essentials that have to be paid? How much is that? Okay, how much money do I spend on food, like eating out type stuff? How much money do I spend on entertainment? I need to dial in that number. Once I dial in that number, for me, I need to be able to, to feel financially free or to financially stable. My personal goal is that I need six months of income saved up. Meaning I need, let's just, as an example, if it's $5,000 a month, I need $30,000 cash on hand in the bank, whatever, that I can access right now so that I know for the next six months I cannot make a dime and I'm going to be okay. To me, that's my specific definition of what it means to be financially stable for where I'm right now. Now, again, that may change over time, and this is just one small example, but the, the point being is that to say I want to be financially stable, stable I could save up $100,000, and because I don't have any real measure, any real, real again, no tangible outcome associated to it, well, now I need $101,000, but that's still not enough. I need one hundred and five. I need $200,000, and, and I never, ever can hit that goal. Or maybe on the flip side, like, oh, I got an extra 200 bucks in the bank. I'm good. And I'll learn real quick that that's not good. If I use any kind of logical, logical thought and processing, I'll realize that 200 bucks ain't going to do anything. That's like a good dinner with friends, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, again, like thinking this out, taking that goal from I want to be financially stable to... I need to have six months worth of income based on my very detailed budget. Now I have a very specific goal. It's measurable. I can track progress and every decision that I make leading up to that goal, I can easily take a look and say, is this leading me towards my goal, towards the desired outcome, or is this taking me away? So I go, whatever, I plan a trip to Nashville, Tennessee, and the tickets are going to cost 500 bucks. And then with lodging and drinks and food and this and that, let's just say 1500 bucks, I'm out. Well, I can look at that and say, is this moving me towards my goal of saving that notional $30,000? Obviously, it's not, it's taking me further away from that. Or it could be, well, yeah, I have this tax tax return, that's just enough money. And it doesn't drop the, the money that I currently have in my bank and I can still make like whatever deposit I've chosen to make towards that savings, I can still keep moving forward. But either way, I have a way to gauge, is this decision helping or hindering me? And so that's what it all boils down to decision-making 101, you know, or I'm sorry, like goal setting 101. And we kind of went a little bit into how decision-making up to that process can be really simplified because everything we do is either going to move us towards our goal or move us away. There's not usually a middle ground. The one caveat I'll throw in there is we might have multiple goals and maybe something's going to move us 
more towards one goal than towards another one. It might even take away from another goal, but we get to prioritize which goal is important to us. Like which, which one we, we prioritize, you know, like for me personally, it's more important to me to have my lights on than it is to be able to go out to dinner every Friday with my friends. So obviously if I've got a sacrifice in one of those areas, I'm not going out to dinner this week, but I'm definitely keeping my lights on. So, you know, again, it's having that clear goal, that clear outcome, that tangible outcome. It gives us a way to measure and track. It gives us a way to know when we've achieved that specific goal. And it provides us a tool to help us in our decision-making leading up to that point. That's all I got for this one. I hope you guys are able to get something out of it. If you've got any questions, uh, feel free to reach out. And as always, I highly recommend checking out the Alpha Code Academy on Instagram. Um, if specifically if you're a guy and it's something that's really resonating with you, then there's also a, a private community on Facebook, the Alpha Code uh, Development Group that it's full of resources, full of full of men that can offer feedback, the coaches, myself and Josh Kubinick, Justin, um, Ollie, you know, you get, you get a lot of good, good feedback and good input from dudes that have kind of walked through some stuff and we don't have every answer. We don't claim to solve every single problem. We're not like some kind of miracle workers, but what we can do is offer guidance. We can kind of be that mentor. And, you know, again, this is, something that's become very passionate in my life and the direction that I'm moving and yeah, check it out and hit me up, ask me questions. Let me know what you think. As always, you can reach me at underscore thriving in the trenches on Instagram. That's going to be the best route. You can also send me messages on Facebook, uh, simply Josh Jones. It's the same picture as the one that pops up on my podcast. If you're using Apple music or Apple podcasts or whatever, but that's all I got. I love you folks. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved. You are appreciated. And no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.